I'm Zim, and this is the Helpful Photographer Podcast, in collaboration with New York City Photo Safari. To register for Safari, please visit NewYorkCityPhotoSafari.com. Today, I've asked Allison Precious to return to the podcast to answer my questions about heading out into the field to do some bird photography. Allison is our resident Ask a Pro Tech and a member in good standing with the Royal Photographic Society. Hey, Allison, how you doing? Hi, Zim. Good, thank you. How are you? Have you been out shooting the birds? Well, I've tried, but my bird feeder has not been very successful because I can't put my bird feeder in the right spot. I live in an urban environment, so things aren't going great. I think my next option here to shoot birds is I'm going to have to go find a wildlife refuge nearby and spend some time there. So that's why I called. I'm wondering if you can give me some advice with regards to what I need to know as I head outdoors. Um, I suppose one of the important things is your clothing. If you have a good set of clothing that mingles in with the environment, because bright colours, it's no good going out into green and brown environment in their natural habitat in a red jacket or a yellow jacket. You need to blend in and you need to be silent. So the clothing itself technically has to be silent clothing. Oh, so can't make a lot of noise. Otherwise, I'll scare the birds, right? Well, yeah. That makes sense. But with regards to the color of the clothes, I guess that sounds like I need to get some camo gear. Well, I, I wear a brown jacket or a green jacket, but yeah, ideally camo would be best. I would also take a black sack with me as well, because if you're crawling around the ground, um, it keeps you dry. A black sack, you mean a large black garbage bag? Yeah, because you want to be able to lay down and get some shots because hopefully they'll be just, you know, not too far in front of you. Good deal. What else do I need to know? Uh, you just need to keep quiet, really. You need to take some food and drink because you're going to be out there a while. You know, you, you, it's not just walk out, lay down, shoot a few birds. You've got to wait for them. You've got to suss out their environment. They're there for a reason. They're looking for the berries and for the insects. So how much time should I plan as I head out to shoot? I would allow at least four hours and I would head out first thing in the morning or when it's starting to get dusk because that's when the birds are most active, morning and evening. Okay, so I guess if I'm doing a morning shoot, I got to be out there probably an hour before sunrise just to set up my position, right? Yeah, I would think so. And I guess if I'm shooting towards the end of the day, I guess about four hours before the sunset? It depends on the weather, really. Um, if the weather's been bad in the morning, then they go out for longer in the evening. Okay, so they tend to hunt in the morning or in the evening for their food. But if the weather's bad in the morning, they'll be more active in the evening because they didn't get their, their shopping done, so to speak, in the morning. That's correct, yeah. I guess if I'm going to be out there four to six hours, I ought to bring my lunch or dinner. But what about feeding the animals themselves? In their natural habitat, they, you know, they're there because naturally there's food there for them. So unless you're going to keep going back time and time again and baiting the same food every time so they get used to it, like when they get used to it in your backyard, um, I wouldn't do that. And it's not considered wildlife photography if you bait the birds. Well, you know, I, I, I want to hedge my bet if I can. <laughs> 
So I'm reminded of the previous conversation where you felt that one of the most important things that a bird photographer can do is to do their research about the bird's habits. It goes along with what you just said, which is birds are going to be where they feed. So you need to know where that food is so that you can get to those birds. That's it, exactly, yeah, in a nutshell. Thus far, we've talked about going out and being comfortable. I have to have the right clothes, not only to stay warm, but also to blend in with the environment, having my lunch so that I don't starve out there and I can keep going. What else do I need to know? A pair of binoculars would be useful because um, often I hear the birds. I'm listening for the bird calls. Certain birds make certain noises. And going out there time and time again, you soon know what their different calls are and you would then know where to look. Like a kingfisher fishing near a river, you hear a high-pitched, very high-pitched swill and you know that it's kingfisher. The more you can learn, the better the experience will be and the more photos you will be pleased with. As I did say before, you need a really good bird book. Okay, so what about camera equipment? What do I need to bring as far as camera equipment is concerned? Uh, bring a bean bag to rest your camera on, be it in a hide or um, what do you call them in America? Uh, we call them blinds. Blinds, yeah. When you've opened the window, the letterbox window in these hides or blinds, it's nice to be able to rest your camera on a bean bag because you can change the angle very quickly and you don't want to damage your lens. But I always put my lens with a camouflaged cover. You can buy a neoprene cover for various size lenses. And there again, it being an outdoor store, they sell that type of thing for the camera. Let's talk about this blind. I'm sorry, you, you call them a hide. What, what is this thing you're talking about? If you're in a nature reserve that has hides or blinds there, it would be like a wooden shed. But I have actually got a pop-up hide. So it literally just pops up like a little tent. I get in there and I've got a couple of windows, one waist height, one low down. And then I just stay quiet and I'm looking and listening the whole time for the birds. Okay, so this sounds a lot like what hunters do too. They also have these little pop-up devices that they sit inside. And I guess it's really cool because it shelters you from the, um, the environment. So it's not so cold, but it also hides you in the environment as well. And it has a, a little window so that you can stick your, I guess your gun, or in this case, our cameras at them and just wait for the birds to come by. That's right, yeah. Oh, so how many millimeters are you shooting? Well, I've got a 70 to 200 that I'm um, comfortable with because I can carry it easily as well as my other kit that I'm carrying. So I can walk quite a distance with that lens and hopefully get in closer to the birds. Sometimes I take my 400 out, but I can't carry that very far because it's too heavy because I have that on a monopod. So I tend to take those to the bird sites that don't involve too much walking. I would have thought that you would have been shooting 400 or longer, but you're saying you're shooting 70 to 200. I mean, that seems awfully short to me. I, I guess you need your camouflage clothing, your silent clothing, your pop-up hide, your, your blind. You need all these things so you can get in closer and then stand a good chance of getting a quality picture. 
Wow, so this is getting a little bit tougher. I'm, I'm beginning to understand. I was really thinking to myself, you know, get the big 400 millimeter lens out there and just shoot away. But if you're shooting 200 millimeters, that means you really got to go out there and just sit for a while and wait for them to come by because you're so close to them. That's exactly it. And that's why you need to be quiet and blend in with their environment. So it sounds like we have our list. We need quiet camel-colored uh, clothing, some food to keep us comfortable out there for four to six hours, a blind to blend into the environment, some binoculars, and a 70 to 200 millimeter lens. Is there anything else we need to know? Uh, I think we basically covered it all. You just got to remember blending patience and practice will reap its uh, rewards. Because it does take practice. And just keep studying the birds. You know, keep looking at the books, keep looking at the varieties, read about the different habitats, try to listen to some bird calls, see when you're out and about, listen, just listen to what you can hear and try and match the call with the bird. There's CDs available, you can um, learn the bird calls. Great, so I'm gonna head out and do some shooting and see how it goes. I'll call you in a few weeks. I'm quite sure I'll have some questions about how to shoot birds. Yeah, I look forward to seeing your results. All right, take care, Allison. You too, Zim. Stay safe. Will do.